Charlie Wright is an investment advisor representative with Partner Vest Advisory Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The views and opinions expressed by our guests are for informational purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the views of Partner Vest Advisory Services, LLC, or Charlie Wright. Partner Vest and our guests are unaffiliated companies. No information in this discussion is intended to provide investment, tax, or legal advice to any person, nor is it an offer to sell any security. Welcome to the Strategic Investor. Join us as we interview some of the world's most productive asset managers and uncover sophisticated and unique investment strategies in the markets. Here is your host, Charlie Wright. Hello and welcome to Strategic Investor Radio and octalkradio.net, where we bring you investment strategies you are not hearing elsewhere. Contact us at info at strategicinvestorradio.com and go to our website to hear podcasts of any and all of our interviews and shows, strategicinvestorradio.com. I'm Charlie Wright. Today is September 11th, 2015, and we're very pleased you joined us and happy to be talking to Dick Fister, founder and CEO of AlphaCore Capital. Dick talks to to us from their headquarters in La Jolla, California. Dick, welcome to Strategic Investor Radio. Uh, thank you for having me. Appreciate being on. So, Dick, uh, let's begin with uh, some of your background, and then we'll ask about AlphaCore Capital. Okay. My background is this, Charlie. I've, I've been in the investment business for about 22 years, and that entire time I've been building portfolios for clients in what we would consider non-traditional strategies. And We'll talk more about this nomenclature, but uh, they're called alternative investments. That means they're basically an alternative to the traditional stock and bond portfolios that most people have in their portfolios. And AlphaCore was built with that in mind to help people diversify away from the traditional asset classes. Uh, and it was uh, started, um, fortunately for me, I had uh, was a partner in a firm uh, that uh, had a liquidity event. We sold our firm to a, a large insurance company, and I had to out of my necessity, figure out how I was going to allocate those assets. Uh, and with where equity values are today and where fixed income yields are today, uh, I didn't want to have the typical 60-40 stock and bond portfolio. I wanted to have a significant amount of, uh, of assets in non-traditional strategies. Okay, so uh, so your background then is investment analysis. Is it in marketing? Uh, what particular uh, focus have you had in, in the industry? Investment analysis. So uh, I started my career on the floor of the exchange in Chicago, uh, trading in a variety of currencies, uh, Japanese yen, Deutschmark, back in, back in the early 90s. And I was fortunate enough to meet a lot of different what were called hedge fund managers at the time. And, and those managers were trading on macro themes, uh, whether they liked to be in currencies or stock indices or commodities. Uh, they were making trades across various asset classes. Uh, got to understand a little bit of how they how they monitored risks and how they would target returns uh, without taking one way bets. You know, not just buying uh, a stock and hoping it goes up. They potentially could buy currencies or buy commodities and various other asset classes. Uh, so over the last twenty years, I started to do uh, more and more research on these managers and strategies uh, and joined a group um, that that many people might know of called Altegris. I was one of the partners at Altegris. Uh, and we were uh, about doing the research and then packaging those managers in an accessible form to individual investors. Uh, and that's become more and more uh, mainstream these days in that 
that you don't have to be a large pension or endowment or extremely high net worth investor anymore to get access to alternative or hedge fund managers. Uh, there are now mutual funds, there are now limited partnerships where you can actually get access to what I would consider blue chip money managers. Right, and that is certainly one of the uh, changes that has occurred just over the past few years uh, in the industry. So, Dick, thanks for that background. Tell us about AlphaCore Capital. Yeah, AlphaCore, it, it really is what its name is, and I think what happened for me is I had, uh, about four years ago, I had a lot of other advisors or brokers coming to me saying, hey, hey, Dick, what are you going to do with your family's liquidity today? And are you going to, let me help you with an asset allocation methodology. And so I actually listened to a variety of, you know, of other advisors and brokers, and most of them were, were presenting to me what I would consider a traditional-looking portfolio. And that portfolio was made up of, call it a dial of between 60 or 70% stocks or equities and 30 to 40% fixed income or bonds. And for me, that was actually, this is the irony, is that that was actually too risky of a portfolio for me. I, didn't, I, I lived through the, the tech wreck in the early 2000s. I lived through the credit crisis of 07 and 08, you know, two 45, 50% losses in equities. And the market, the stock market has rallied 200% plus since March of 09. So I wasn't ready to put that large of a chunk of money in equities. And the other risk was this bond world has, you know, rates are so low, uh, and they've gone low. They've been this 30-year bull market for bonds. I wasn't really ready to put 30 40% in bonds. And so I said, okay, well, that's those are kind of called what I consider beta plays, you know, beta on the market of those two sectors. I was looking for alpha generators, and those are typically managers who can go long or short in those sectors or long or short in various uh, currencies and commodities. And so I said, I'm going to have the core allocation go into alpha, and and I'll put around that alpha the beta. So, so that's where the alpha core name comes from. When I did that, a lot of other investors and, and clients said, hey, if that's going to be offered, I'd really like to be a part of that. And I said, okay, well, I probably need to, to launch a firm that's a registered investment advisor that can do this for clients. Uh, I also wanted to make sure that we weren't, we weren't biased in our selection process. So I didn't want to have, I didn't want to go create a fund where everybody went in and kind of a one-size-fits-all fund structure. I wanted to have the freedom to be open architecture and allocate to any manager we see fit or, you know, fire managers that we have to. So we are, we are not paid for the managers we allocate to. They're not paid by us. Uh, so we have complete open architecture and, and freedom to allocate to whoever we want to. So it sounds like, uh, Dick, you are a conduit for the investment advisor and, and eventually the uh, investment, uh, the investor themselves, to invest into non-mainstream strategies. Nevertheless, they're probably stocks, bonds, etc. but the strategies are unique. Is, is that accurate? That is accurate. I think um, there's been some kind of mystery surrounding this terminology called alter- alternative investments, and really we try to take that mystery away. These, these strategies are strategies trading in stocks and bonds and currencies and commodities. These are common instruments that these managers will trade in, except they just they don't necessarily follow the buy and hold strategy. They actually can buy and sell, and they're they're trading in a more active way, um, and for the ones we like, they're probably going to be more hedged than just a long-only strategy. Uh, and with where we've gone and the volatility that's come back into the market, that is actually, uh, in my opinion, a more conservative way to approach 
asset allocation. And how do you find these investment managers or, or these uh, asset managers that you're using? Are they brand new people? Are they uh, in big these big hedge funds that don't typically work with the investor? How, how do you find them and, and how do you do due diligence on them? Sure. Well, that, that's actually the good news. The good news is that the the market after the 0708 credit crisis has really come to the individual investor in that some of these great strategies, which were only available to extremely high net worth investors or, or institutions, have now made themselves available in mutual funds. So reg- registered investment vehicles, registered with the SEC, and so the strategies now can be in as little as $2,500 accessed in a mutual fund format. Um, the key is that when you go into those strategies, you have to have the correct assumptions and expectations of what those strategies can do for you as a client. Uh, and that's where we come in at AlphaCore is we help filter through all of those alternative mutual funds that are out there and then put a blended portfolio together for our clients based upon their specific needs, liquidity needs, income needs. Uh, so we'll customize a solution for our end, for our end clients utilizing alternative mutual funds. I see. And so you have relationships then you can offer about how many different managers at the present time? Do- dozens or hundreds or, or what here? There, there are hundreds available, but at any given time, we're probably working with 15 to 30 managers. Uh, what, the key for that is we, want, we don't want to have be overwhelmed ourselves with the due diligence process that we go through, which is very rigorous. We want to understand the, who the manager is. We understand their asset center management, their risk the, that they're taking. Um, and you have that takes time. It takes effort. It takes human capital to actually understand those managers. Uh, so you don't want to have too broad of a selection base. You want to make sure you understand what your, what your clients are going to be invested with. Okay. And are these uh, th- th- these are asset managers who invest in stocks, in fixed income? Do they invest in, do you have CTAs who invest in the commodities marketplace? Do they invest in currencies? Uh, do they go long and, sh- and or short? Uh, sure. So are, are all of these potential options for the investor? Yes, you, you hit it right on the head. There are there are definitely strategies where managers will trade long and short stocks, and we would obviously call those long short equity managers, uh, managed futures managers, and global macro managers. For the most part, are going to be trading in multiple sectors. They might trade in commodities like the corn, soybeans, and wheat, or precious metals, uh, or even energy sector. But they also might trade into the fixed income um, futures market or the currencies market. And that gives them a lot of flexibility and diversification. Um, and then you look in the other worlds of alternatives, which might be uh, event-driven strategies, where you have uh, mergers and acquisitions happening amongst companies. And that's happened a lot in the healthcare industry, which most people know of. You probably hear it in the news over the last 12 months. Those are all different types of alternative strategies. We'll, we'll take one or two managers in each one of those strategies and blend them together for our client portfolio. And that helps really diversify and basically help uh, protect a client in a, in a volatile environment, but also participate in upside if the markets do run do run again. Okay, well, that is certainly an interesting and uh, in in some ways very unique approach uh, for the end investor. Dick, we need to take a quick break. We'll be right back. We'll be, we're talking with Dick Fister, founder and CEO of AlphaCore Capital out of La Jolla, California. And you're listening to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net, and we'll be right back. 
According to the consulting firm Strategic Capital Allocation Group, every decade since 1900 has experienced at least one bear market, and several have experienced as many as three. So how do we protect our principal from these declines without missing the gains when prices rise? At Strategic Investor Radio, we interview asset managers with unique strategies designed to both protect and grow your investments. Investing is not rocket science. It's rocket fuel if you know how to harness it. For podcasts of our interviews, please visit us at strategicinvestorradio.com. And now back to Charlie and his guest. Thank you, Paul. We're talking with Dick Fister, founder and CEO of AlphaCore Capital out of La Jolla, California. So, Dick, uh, as, as I would describe it, your AlphaCore Capital offers the opportunity for the typical investor, the private investor with less than multiple millions of dollars, to invest with hedge fund and other type investment managers or asset managers who may have very strong reputations and good tra- track records, but for for various reasons have very high thresholds, high minimums to invest with them, and most investment uh, investors don't know about these managers. So you are a conduit to these kinds of managers for the regular investor. Is that it? That's, that's correct. And, uh, you know, we, we start you know, first with uh, the the landscape of investing strategies, we look to a client. We will do a financial plan for them. We'll say, okay, well, let's look at all the facts you have. What are your assets? What are your goals? Uh, do you have a trust? Do you have insurance? All these fact-gathering pieces are important, uh, but they don't work as a standalone. You have to have an investment methodology which can match that financial plan. For me, I think there's been a mismatch uh, with the traditional 60% equities, 40% bonds. I believe alternatives need to have be a core part of that solution to your goals of financial plan, and that's why we're utilizing these managers. These managers now that you can get, as you said, in a lower minimum way that you couldn't have accessed years ago. Right. So tell us, do you work directly with the investor or do you work with the investment advisor? We uh, we work with both. Um, primarily, though, we work with the direct investor. Uh, what's, what's happened is other advisors have come to us and said, I, I really like that strategy as well, and, and especially in the alternatives piece that you work with. Would you be willing to outsource that alternative expertise to us as an advisor. So we'll work as a sub-advisor for other, with other investment advisors as well. Okay. Now, a question I have here, Dick, uh, has to do with the kind of risk that people take on with the kinds of investments you're talking about. Ordinarily, when people are invested in indices or regular mutual funds, whether it's fixed income or equities markets, etc., what they have is market risk. So the price can drop, and everybody's long only, and they're buy and hold. So when the price drops, they don't get out, and they have to ride through that. So most investors have this market risk. What you're recommending is that they reduce, if not eliminate, that market risk, but now they're taking on manager risk because the manager cannot necessarily call things accurately and well, and we can lose money in any kind of marketplace, okay, or any kind of market condition. So why should somebody feel comfortable 
with less market risk but more manager risk. It's a good point, Charlie, and you've hit it right on the head. When you shift from the market risk or beta to manager risk, you've got to know what to look for, and you've got to have realistic expectations, and and you really have to look underneath the hood of who are these managers, how many years have they been doing this, how many what we call at-bats have they had, did they make one lucky trade, or did they go to cash luckily at the right time? Those are the things you have to ask for, and for me, the individual investor needs to have a professional doing that with them or for them. Uh, you don't want to jump, you know, feet first into this without knowing what you're jumping into. A lot of times, you can. It, it, a lot of people have jumped into alternatives after the '08 crisis, not knowing exactly what they were buying, and they end up frustrated with it because alternatives or hedged strategies in a bull market, a bull equity market, will tend to underperform. And so they're allocating, let's call it 09, since we've had this huge bull market of equities. And that hedge strategy they bought in 09 and 2010 underperforms. And you get frustrated with it because, say, I could just bought a really low-cost ETF around the S&P, and I would have done better. And that's true over that time frame. The reason you have these alternatives in the portfolio is not for them to outperform in a bull market. The reason you have them is to actually help cushion or profit when there's crisis or volatility returns to the market. And that's where I believe we are in the cycle of, of bonds and equities. And that's why I believe so much in having alternatives as a large core piece. You have to find the right managers. You have to find the ones that hedge. And now is the time because we've had such a run-up in equities and bonds that in such a bull market and rates are so low. Yeah, I I recognize what you're saying. I've used these kinds of investments for some time myself with clients. And uh, when the market performs as it did in in, uh, 2013, goes up 32%, and our investments were up far less than that, they're asking, well, you know, what are you doing here? And uh, we have to say, look, in in most of these, we're buying insurance, and insurance is expensive. And if nothing goes wrong, that insurance is going to be a headwind against performance. Performance. However, when things do go wrong, that insurance can save you several years of the premium that you had to pay for it there. Uh, but you're right. Uh, clients have to understand that. It has to be explained up front. And not everybody remembers 100% of what you say, <laughs> and, <laughs> as we all have experienced here. Uh, but yeah, but it's, it's, not, it's not only that they can underperform in a rising market, but let's face it, uh, not 100% of a manager's uh, picks are going to be that accurate. Very true. And I, I think there's a couple of ways to mitigate that. Number one is, uh, you know, like we just said, have the, have the correct assumptions and expectations. And number two, pick managers that have had a, a, a track record of doing this, living through bull and bear market cycles with their strategy. And then number three, don't choose just one. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Don't put all your eggs in just one multi-strategy fund. Go with, go with multiple managers in different strategy disciplines and blend them together. That helps you diversify that risk versus just just picking, uh, here, I think long-short equity is good, or I just think managed futures is good, or I think relative value is good. You, you have to pick a combination of those, and that helps mitigate the risk of choosing the wrong manager or choosing the wrong strategy at the wrong time. Uh, and, and that, to me, is part of the process of what we do at AlphaCore. And 
we'll do that for our clients. And luckily, you know, for me, my experience has been in this world for the past 20 years. So I kind of know uh, we've made mistakes along the way over the last two decades. You learn a lot from those mistakes and, uh, you know, wh- who's doing what and what not to do anymore. Um, so that experience is hard to, it's hard to buy that experience. You have, you have to kind of live through that. So, Dick, a question we always like to ask our uh, guests is, uh, what keeps you awake at night? Hmm. You know, I, I think, uh, just like anybody, you know, an asset allocator you know, looks for always is questioning the allocations you have in your portfolio. But moreover, I, I sit up at night thinking, okay, what's going to happen today with where, where, where the, the worldwide central banks have eased for so long and printed money for so long and the stock market has responded with a with upside but in, in fixed income seniors the average investor i look at it says okay i don't even think they understand the risks that they have in their portfolio uh, because you traditionally wouldn't think well bonds fixed income are risky or you think i somebody always told me buy and hold stocks for the long run and if i hold them you know for the for the next 30 years, I'll be okay. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of people don't have that kind of time anymore. So those are the kind of things that keep me up at night, saying, okay, well, do we have the right managers, number one? Do we have our, the right asset allocation? And then do our clients and potential clients realize the types of risks that are, they're actually holding in their portfolios? You know, I'm reminded of uh, just uh, a few weeks ago, uh, there was an interview with Jack Bogle that, uh, you know, went viral around the world uh, very rapidly, and you, you may well be aware of it, that he said that he foresees, and again, as uh, for our listeners, he was the founder of Vanguard, and he's an icon in the industry, and he is a, a buy, st- buy index stocks and hold them. That that's his been been his mantra for decades, and he said in this interview that he foresees over the next decade zero to marginal increases in stock prices. So I would think that people who are paying attention would recognize the potential value of what you've got to offer here and uh, say, hey, look, just we're not going to get 32% over the next few years like we did in 2013 with stocks. We need to be looking for alternative opportunities. Are you finding that? Yeah, I, I think I do, and, and it, it's still it's still somewhat of a, a hurdle or a chore to, to to get a client to understand that. Uh, once you show them the history, though, and I think a lot of people who who have been around or at least invested throughout the two thousands, uh, if you remind them what two thousand eight felt like, right? When, when with the S&P losing more than 50% of its value, and you remind them what happened in the early 2000s, similar scenario, losing more than 40% of its value, people are quickly quickly remember. And if you're in your 50s or older, you don't have another decade or two to, to withstand a 50% loss and then wait for the recovery again. So you have to remind people, hey, you, you want to put this type of investment in your portfolio now. You, you want to buy the fire insurance before the fire, not after the fire. Uh, and so that, that message resonates. And I think, like you said, Charlie, that some people know that there's something just not quite right about what's going on in the, in the market rally, and there's something not quite right in the fixed income world, uh, and they just don't know what to necessarily do about it and what the solution is. And, and I think alternatives really really help answer that solution, and, and, and not in a 5% way and not a 10% way, in a much larger way than that in a portfolio or asset allocation strategy. Dick, we appreciate those comments. Uh, so the second question we'd like to ask our, our guests are, what book on investing would you recommend for our listeners? That's a, you know something I, 
I like to read a lot, so I'm always reading a couple of books. Um, I, I like, I think, for the average investor, it's a really good thing to read some of Malcolm Gladwell's books. Uh, they're they're good reads, and so I've you know I always have uh, Blink or Outliers um, or David and Goliath. They're they're all by Malcolm Gladwell. Great books on statistics, and just will get the the, the reader interested in it. Um, Obviously, another one that I like is called The Alternative Answer, and that's by an author named Bob Rice. Uh, so those are, they'll talk you into a little bit, talk people about alternatives, kind of an educational book about alternatives. Uh, and then, you know, you always have to have uh, Atlas Shrugged on the shelf. So if you want to look at that one, that's a good one, too. <laughs> uh, Dick, I like you more or the more you talk here. Thank you for that Atlas Shrugged. Okay, so give people your contact information here. Sure. The website is www.alphacorecap.com, and our phone number is 858-875-4100. And I can always be reached at email, too, which is dfister at alphacorecap.com. Spell Fister for me. D-F-I-S-T-E-R. Yeah. D-P-F-I-S-T-E-R. Okay, very good. Alphacorecap.com. So, Dick, final words for our listeners here. Uh, I think it's time for people to look uh, differently at their portfolios. I don't think the um, historical solutions of traditional 60% equities, 40% bond portfolio is going to do a customer or a client well going forward over the next decade. I think they need to start thinking uh, thinking more evolutionary or kind of call it outside of the box. Uh, and, and I think that needs to be uh, looked at. Alternatives need to be a, a very significant solution set in that asset allocation. Uh, but when you do that, you want to do that with a professional somebody who knows what to look for, looks for the hidden risks and hidden opportunities at the same time. Uh, and, and that's what we do at AlphaCore. Very good. Well, Dick, thank you very much. We really appreciate your insights. Our best wishes for you and AlphaCore to continue to move forward productively here. We've been talking with Dick Fister, founder and CEO of AlphaCore Capital of La Jolla, California. And you've been listening to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net, where we bring you investment strategies you are not hearing elsewhere. Again, contact us at info at com and go to our website to hear podcasts of any of all and all of our interviews and shows, strategicinvestorradio.com. This is Charlie Wright wishing you an enjoyable week and productive investing. You've been listening to The Strategic Investor, your source for compelling investment strategies from some of the most productive asset managers in the industry. For unique investment strategies, visit us at strategicinvestorradio.com. Investing is not rocket science. Charlie Wright is an investment advisor representative with Partner Vest Advisory Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The views and opinions expressed by our guests are for informational purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the views of Partner Vest Advisory Services, LLC, or Charlie Wright. Partner Vest and our guests are unaffiliated companies. No information in this discussion is intended to provide investment, tax, or legal advice to any person, nor is it an offer to sell any security. 